Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Rallying support in the final days. Let's go, Biden! Four more years of Trump! Midwest virus restrictions. We are facing an urgent crisis. World Series champs. Go Dodgers! L.A., baby! Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, President Trump, Joe Biden, and their running mates are crisscrossing the country in an all-out push for support as the presidential campaign is in its final days. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says there were events yesterday in seven states. Nebraska, we know, is looking great, okay? Campaigning in Nebraska, President Trump slammed his opponent. If Biden wins, he will do bad things. Joe Biden spent Tuesday night rallying supporters in Atlanta. I'll work as hard for those who don't support me as those who do. Biden is currently tied with the president in Georgia. First Lady Melania Trump visited Pennsylvania for her first solo campaign appearance this year. I do not always agree with the way he says things, but it is important to him that he speaks directly to the people he serves. CBS's Michael George says young voters insist this year will be different. Talk about the campaign will lead to turnout. Only 46% of young people voted in the last presidential election, far lower than any other age group. But this year, a Harvard poll found 63% of young people say they will definitely be voting. Dismissing young people is a big mistake. 19-year-old Imani Bennett cast her ballot for the first time. My voice will be heard. The sophomore at Spelman College says she sees too many important issues to sit on the sidelines. Voting rights. Health care is also important because I'm almost an adult in the workforce. 19-year-old Olivia Siebert in Madison, Wisconsin, considers voting a really important way to exercise your rights within our democracy. The White House Science Policy Office now lists ending the COVID-19 pandemic among the Trump administration's first-term accomplishments. The declaration comes as the U.S. breaks records for new coronavirus cases daily. CBS's David Begno has more on the struggle in the nation's midsection. Wisconsin set new records for cases, hospitalizations, and deaths yesterday. Across the Midwest, seven states are reporting a record number of coronavirus hospitalizations. Illinois is now averaging more new coronavirus cases than at any other point in the pandemic. And in Chicago, the daily increase in COVID-related hospitalizations has more than doubled since October began. So the governor is now shutting down all indoor dining starting this Friday. The Los Angeles Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-1 to one to take baseball's World Series in six games. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. It has been a long time, 32 years to be precise, since Dodger fans heard something like this. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. This is our year. This is our year. 
Dodger fans here in Texas were overjoyed. Oh, this is unbelievable. 32 years, 88, and we're sitting here watching it in 2020 with COVID and everything that's going on. In the middle of the celebration, though, the reality of COVID-19 hit home. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred disclosed the Dodgers' Justin Turner had tested positive. We learned during the game that Justin was a positive. He was immediately isolated. Turner was suddenly pulled in the eighth inning. Initially, Turner did not take part in the Dodgers' postgame celebration, but later he did come out, removed his face mask, and posed with the team for pictures. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the World Series in Arlington, Texas. Last night, hundreds protested the fatal police shooting of a 27-year-old black man in Philadelphia. There were some reports of looting. The White House indicated it was ready to deploy resources to, quote, end these riots. Police said Walter Wallace had a knife and ignored orders to drop it Monday night. The family's attorney says he was having mental health issues and there was a call to 911 to get an ambulance to help. Every officer in the Philadelphia Police Department needs to be issued an electronic control weapon as a less than lethal option. Hurricane Zeta is on a collision course with the Louisiana coast. Forecasters say it should make landfall later today. It's a Category 1 storm. Fisherman Ray Shagnard has secured his boat for the seventh time this year. It gets old, but, you know, if you love being down here, and uh, it's, it's part of the game. There are predictions of a serious storm surge. Louisiana's governor has already requested federal help. Well, Southern California Edison is trying to determine if one of its power lines helped cause one of the major wildfires that has forced 100,000 people from their homes. The utility did not have a major planned outage despite severe winds. One of President Trump's top 2016 campaign promises was to build a southern border wall. He vowed Mexico would pay for it. U.S. taxpayers are footing the bill. CBS's Maria Villarreal looks at what's been done. Border Patrol agents in South Texas changed shifts right around 6.30 in the morning. They crossed it, yeah, in the brush, and they've just been waiting for the right time. A vulnerable moment smugglers try to take advantage of. The wall is here. Yep. New and old. Yes. They're still here. They're still coming across. You need more agents. You need border infrastructure, and you need tools and technology to help us close up this gap. President Trump has made it his mission since before the election to halt illegal immigration. That has led to just 371 miles of wall being built along the nearly 2,000-mile border. However, much of that amounts to replacing existing structures. Despite that big price tag, border apprehensions peaked last fiscal year, totaling nearly one million. Now to Washington, CBS's Steve Dorsey says some online titans testify before a Senate committee today. The Senate Commerce Committee will hear from Twitter's Jack Dorsey, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, and Google's Sundar Pichai after they were threatened with subpoenas. Republicans accused the companies of censoring conservatives and suppressing an unverified New York Post story about Hunter Biden. But Democrats say the companies have become too powerful and are smothering competition. Satellite photos indicate Iran has begun construction at a key nuclear facility, and the U.N.'s nuclear agency says Tehran is building an underground centrifuge assembly. Well, Salt Lake City is going from two daily print newspapers to none. Both the Tribune and Deseret News will print a weekly edition starting next year and monthly magazines Online content will be updated daily. 
The model and TV personality who opened up about the loss of her son has now written an emotional essay about the experience. Chrissy Teigen delivered a heartfelt message about the recent loss of her third child with husband John Legend. The essay in a Medium post was her first public response since she announced the miscarriage on social media last month. She revealed that Legend was very hesitant to post the photos, but she felt the need to share their story. She urged others to share theirs and be kind to those pouring their hearts out. Tegan explained her doctors diagnosed her with a partial placental abruption. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. The Orlando Sentinel reports a pregnant Florida woman showed up to vote while going into labor and refused to go to the hospital until she cast her ballot in the presidential election. A staffer issued a vote-by-mail ballot for the woman and waited while she filled it out in her car. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.